Skycarumba, April 30 to May 6, 2023. Last week, the moon passed Venus on the way to northern Lunastis and then toward Apogee. So this week, it's moving south toward the equator and getting closer to us. The moon starts this week in Leo. It's in Virgo on Monday and crosses the equator going south on Tuesday. Virgo is a wide enough constellation and the moon's moving slowly enough. It's still in Virgo most of the week. It's almost full when it's uh, three degrees north of Spica on Thursday. Full moon is in Libra on Friday, and it comes with a penumbral eclipse. To the extent that a penumbral eclipse is visible, this one will be visible from Africa, most of Europe, most of Asia, and Australia. The Indian Ocean is entirely in the view. So is the Atlantic Ocean near Africa and the Western Pacific Ocean. Visibility isn't easy for this kind of eclipse because you have to be such a careful observer. The moon won't go into the darkest part of Earth's shadow, just the outer part where the Earth is only partly in the sun's way. At mid-eclipse, an observer almost anywhere on the Earth-facing side of the moon would see a partial eclipse of the sun. What we'll see from Earth is a slightly dimmed moon. It'll be a slightly dimmer lunar disk on the north side, and it'll get brighter going south like you might get with the gradient tool in an image processor. This eclipse begins at 1514 Universal Time. The greatest eclipse is at 1723, and it ends at 1932. It'll be a moonrise event for Africa and Europe, and a moonset event for the Pacific. Try to see it. If you're lucky, not only will you see the gradient dimming effect, but there'll be some color, too. Probably a little orange. Mercury is at inferior conjunction this week. It'll be 0.7 degrees from the Sun on Tuesday, so don't look for it. The Eta Aquarius meteor shower's peak is expected on Saturday at 4 hours UT. Aquarius is a morning constellation this time of year, and that's where Saturn's been hanging out lately. You might see up to 60 meteors per hour, according to the American Meteor Society. They hit the atmosphere fast for meteors, and sometimes leave persistent glowing trails, or trains. The trains can sometimes glow for a few minutes. Because the peak happens during a full moon, though, it won't be so visually great this year. If you happen to be a ham radio operator a police radio listener, or other radio listening enthusiast, you can try to listen for radio skip during the shower. The ions in meteor trains act like the ions in the ionosphere and reflect radio signals from a long way off. Eta Aquarius meteors come from the dust left behind by Comet Halley, and the comet is about as far away from us as it gets right now, but that doesn't always mean there won't be a meteor shower. In our evening sky, the Hyades and the Pleiades are setting while Venus marches from the parts of Taurus, east of them, toward Gemini. The planet starting the week close to El Nath, which looks like part of Auriga, but is actually in the boundaries of Taurus. Venus will be at the feet of Gemini at the end of the week. Mars starts the week above Venus near Wasat on the Pollux side of Gemini. It's also heading eastward like Venus, although not as fast. By the week's end, Mars is heading out of Gemini on the eastern side, while Venus is heading in from the west.
Next week's planetary action has Venus heading toward Mepsuda in Gemini and Mars more slowly passing by Kappa Geminorum. Jupiter will get easier to see in the morning sky, and the Moon will start next week near Antares and end it near Saturn. Sky Carumba.